0: Good evening, or is it? I'm John Doe.
1: And I'm Joan Risch.
0: And tonight, the
1: news. A young man almost lost his life while looking to hit it rich as a treasure hunter.
0: Norman Jones is a farmer, but spends his free time exploring the lands around his property. Picking up on some gossip, Jones intended to explore a cave that was reportedly the former haunt of a band of robbers. Along with these rumors, Jones overheard stories that a large snake of unknown species was guarding this cave. But he was undeterred.
1: After his work hours, Jones ventured to the location of the cave where he saw the snake basking in the sun. He grabbed a dead tree branch to use as a club and approached cautiously. Thinking he would be able to take the snake out quickly and humanely if such a thing exists when ending the life of an animal, Jones struck the reptile with the improvised weapon.
0: After the strike did not kill the animal, it began to fight back against Jones. The pair struggled against each other, and Jones claimed that an hour into their conflict, the snake managed to coil itself around his neck he saved himself by stabbing the snake repeatedly with a pocket knife while the reptile dropped from his neck jones believed that he had slain the creature
1: he walked from the mouth of the cave to a nearby farmstead looking for aid in an endeavor to skin his fallen opponent he found two farmhands that offered their help but upon returning to the cave all evidence of the snake was gone, aside from a trail of blood leading deeper in. Not wanting to risk further harm, Jones decided to leave.
0: Jones has since posted ads in the local paper asking for assistance in rooting out and exterminating this animal. In his advertisements, he describes the snake as being 12 feet long and 3 feet in circumference with black scales and a yellow line which goes from the tip of its nose to the tip of its tail. The head was described as large and flat, and Jones said he is willing to offer a reward to anyone who is willing to help him get rid of this reptile.
1: The battle of life and death is an ever-present ebb and flow of the natural day. But for one gentleman, this fight became all too literal.
0: Police were called to the apartment of one Anders Nelson this afternoon around 3 p.m. According to reports, Mr. Nelson was under the care of his 17-year-old
2: nephew, Lloyd Hewitt, while awaiting a room at a local mental institution. Uncle Anders was having some struggles, you know, mentally. He stole a clothing truck the other week, but the company dropped the charges after a psych eval. Said he was a few screws loose. The doctors didn't think he was a danger to anyone, but they asked me to look after him until they could get a room ready.
1: Hewitt agreed to watch his uncle and moved into the apartment on Elm Avenue. Things were going smoothly until one afternoon when Hewitt made a quick trip to the store. He returned to find that his uncle was not in his bedroom. Hewitt was afraid his uncle may have gotten out onto the street, so he ran to the mental institution to get some help. A doctor named James O'Day left with Hewitt to search for his uncle.
0: Returning to the apartment, the pair found Mr. Nelson at the sink in the kitchen, shaving. His face had lather on it, but Hewitt noted marks on
2: his uncle's neck, which looked like deep cuts. I ran in to try and stop him. He turned on me with a knife in his hand. I stepped back and he... Well, I guess you can say he finished what he started. Dr.
0: O'Day stepped forward and began to wrestle with Mr. Nelson while trying to get the knife away from him. Though the damage was already done, O'Day was attempting to save Mr. Nelson's life. Reports state that, while the pair struggled, Nelson moved to attempt to stab O'Day, but was stopped by a member of the emergency ambulance staff who struck Mr. Nelson on the back of the head.
1: From there, Dr. O'Day tried to stop the bleeding by placing a towel around Mr. Nelson's neck. This effort was in vain, however, as Nelson continued to fight against the efforts to save his life. After being subdued, he expired on his way to the hospital and was pronounced dead.
0: Mr. Hewitt says that, despite the outcome, he was
2: thankful for the efforts made to assist his uncle. People who work in that field... They're braver than I am. I couldn't do what they do.
1: We hope this event doesn't leave young Mr. Hewitt scarred for life.
2: Indeed.
0: Now let's get the weather update from Chief Meteorologist Rainy Days. Where is Rainy?
3: She is currently engaged in a high-stakes game of hide-and-go-seek, sir.
4: Hmm...
1: Weather with returning intern, Heatwave Jones!
3: Uh, ma'am? Don't you think Heatwave sounds a little like a superhero name? Well,
1: it's the best that I could do.
3: Also, will anyone believe that someone named their child Heatwave?
1: Oh, well, how about we just get on with it, shall we?
3: Uh, yeah. As promised, we've been keeping our eyes on the fire tornado situation, and unfortunately, it has only gotten worse. They must have thought they were being very impressive when they took a small tornado and made it grow until it exceeded what most experts had considered to be the upper limits of these events. Rainy won't be happy that they keep making her look like an idiot. Well, they're in the rest of the scientific community. What was that? Uh, nothing. Uh, uh, yeah. When they were done, the tornado had reportedly reached a maximum speed of 143 miles per hour, and was around 1,000 feet in diameter. Although there were no civilian casualties, one fireman did perish while trying to single-handedly fight the tornado. A statue is being made to honor his bravery, depicting him... charging at a tornado with just his fists. Uh, okay. What
1: a hero. And what can viewers expect around their neck of the woods?
3: The weather has continued to be dry with local water bans remaining in place. Many local communities have made desperate attempts to collect dew, but have found that fruitless. Grocery stores are finding it difficult to keep bottled water on the shelves.
1: Uh -uh, Uh-uh, wave. careful now. We don't want our dear viewers to panic. Uh,
3: of course. The temperatures through the seven-day forecast will stay right around the low 60s, with evening temps around the low 40s. Thursday night. We will see temperatures dip below freezing, which would be worth noting if there was any water left to freeze. Back to you, John and Joan.
1: A mother's love is said to be unconditional, but when should conditions be placed upon it? This is the question that young Josephine Brown, age 9, now has to ask herself in the wake of a tragedy.
0: When Mrs. Josephine Brown left for the market last Wednesday evening, She left her nine-year-old niece and namesake behind to mind four younger children. Mrs. Brown also left dinner on the stove for young Josephine to keep watch on until she returned.
1: However, children tend to get distracted when they have too many things dividing their attention. As young Josephine struggled to keep up with the demands of four crying babies and the distraction of a winking television set, dinner was all but forgotten that is until smoke began pouring out of the kitchen along with the dancing lights of fire
0: reportedly a neighbor who saw the smoke and flames immediately called for help but fearing they would take too long he dove into the house to search for anyone inside the neighbor emerged from the house as firefighters arrived he was carrying the now deceased bodies of the four children as well as the heavily burned body of young Josephine Brown.
1: This heroic bystander's official report states that he found the girls and Josephine huddled by one of the living room windows. He believes that Josephine may have been trying to open a window, but simply lacked the strength to do so and was eventually knocked out due to smoke inhalation. The firefighters on the scene said this neighbor was lucky to have survived as well, given that fire tends to move through old buildings much quicker and could have easily caused a collapse.
0: When she came to consciousness, the doctors say that her first question was after the children that had been in her care. Doctors informed young Miss Brown that her charges had all perished in the fire. According to them, Miss Brown became quiet and her expression turned blank.
1: In the days leading up to her release, nurses reported that they would often hear young Josephine muttering the phrases, must mind the little ones until auntie comes home, and don't forget that dinner is on the stove, quietly to herself.
0: The doctors addressed the press upon the release of young Miss Brown, stating... We commend her for her motherly instincts, and, though we are concerned about her mental well-being and would love to keep her, unfortunately, her insurance only covers physical damage.
1: That's a cold and efficient business model. I don't see that causing problems down the line. Oh, come on, Jonathan, you know I'm not wrong.
0: We'll move on now to sports with Brett Simmons.
4: Brett. Hey, wouldn't you know it, folks? They let me find my own story this week, and man, let me tell you, it is a doozy.
1: Your previous doozies have left something to be desired in the professionalism department?
4: Yeah, yeah, Joni, I hear you. But relax. Old Bretsky has got you covered. This week, the World Cup has been ramping up, and tensions between the fans and players are running high. There's no telling what they're going to do next, as police have reported breakout riots, public intoxication, and car tipping. They describe this as disturbing the peace, but I call it a f-
1: Fabulous?
4: It, yeah, a fabulous time. Anyway, as I was saying, in the games themselves this week, we saw Italy face off against Uruguay. The match was a tight one. In the second half, as the Uruguayan and Italian center forwards jockeyed for positions, the Uruguayan just up and took a bite, I mean a whole mother loving bite out of the Italian shoulder. It was amazing. The game was stopped, and the Uruguayan team suffered an, in my opinion, absolutely uncalled for penalty. Their forward was benched for the rest of the game, and the organization suspended him for the next four months. This puts the whole team at a decided disadvantage, considering none of the remaining players are going to use such maverick moves to get the edge on their opposition. I hear they've appealed, but the organization is upholding the decision. The
1: Beloved arbitrators of the rules! Uh, Yes? Anyway,
4: just because this isn't the first time some guy has done something doesn't mean he should be martyred for it. You know what I'm saying?
1: So... How many times has he been accused of this? Like,
4: I don't know, two, three times? What does it matter?
1: Well, you know what they say, three strikes and you're out.
4: (sighs) That's baseball, Joan. we're talking about soccer.
0: That's all for sports. Back with us again in the studio is Johan Fitzpatrick. Johan, the floor is
2: yours. Well, hello again, John. Joan, I hope you've been well.
1: Quite well, thank you. Johan, do you have any suggestions for local attractions people could go visit this time of year?
2: Oh, Joan, you know I do. If any members of your family have an artistic streak, I would recommend going to any of the numerous sculpture parks that are in the area
1: sculpture parks. I didn't know there were any nearby. Well,
2: that's the trick, Joan. Sometimes you'll just stumble upon one during a hike through the woods or up a mountain, but that's what makes it fun, you see? Nobody sees these sculptures go up, so nobody really knows who the artist is, but I prefer to think they've just always been there, waiting to be found.
1: What a beautiful thought. A stroll among some sculptures sounds like a fun way to spend an afternoon.
2: It becomes even more fun when you're trying to find sculptures you like, only to find that they've moved places, the pesky devils.
1: You know how I love a good scavenger hunt, especially when it involves seemingly moving targets.
2: Ha <laughs> ha Right you are, Joan. Some of these sculptures are marvelously crafted to look like one of today's youths with their camera phone snapping a picture while their face contorts in a reaction to some unseen horror. If that doesn't strike your fancy, and how couldn't it, there's a wide variety of others. They range from abstract messes to jaw-dropping masterpieces. Some look brand new and others look like long forgotten altars to old gods who are just waiting to be reawakened so their wrath may once again be unleashed on the earth either way these sculpture parks have something for everyone bring the whole family
1: fantastic thanks johan as always it was a delight
2: oh joan You do know how to butter me up. Thanks for having me.
0: That is it from us tonight. For now, good night. And stay safe. We'd hate to lose a viewer.